Chelsea search. I want to take a moment while we have a moment to pivot real quick and talk about two of my favorite things. The first thing is I want to take a sneaker moment. Lakers would have won, so I'm bummed for Kobe. Thank you, Ari. Ari Krell giving us that that message. Um, I don't know why you'd be bummed for Kobe. Well, Kobe would have seen them win. I got you. Okay, got you. Well, I mean, listen, what happened with Kobe is terrible um, for a lot of reasons. But I want to pivot real quick. And I want to point out, obviously, these beautiful shirts. Um, if you go to MeltedMikes.com, M-L-T-D-M-I-C-S.com, you can put that up, pumice. Mm-hmm. M-L-T-D-M-I-C-S.com, you can cop these beautiful, lovely shirts. And this week only, we have a Sir Mix-A-Lot special package bonus Grand finale the, type bonus. It's the secret item. It is the secret sauce item. The Sir Mix-A-Lot shirt. Trust me when I say that the kick drum makes the chicks dumb. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, so if you uh, come to the... Ooh, come. That's what she said. If you <laughs> go to the website right now, uh, we will be putting up the special order for a bonus shirt that can be sent to you this week. The other thing I want to do right now is I want to spend a moment on one of my favorite subjects, which is sneakers. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for Sneaker Corner with MC Search. You and really love, you really, really love sneakers. Don't people you? don't realize, but here's the thing: I am the original sneakerhead. Like there, when me and Bobito and my man Sake and um, Chili E. And Jungle Brother Earl and Cotty, like all, like we were the original sneakerheads. There was that we we let's just put it like this: we coined the phrase sneakerhead. And Bobito did his piece, uh, you know, in 1991 in the Source Magazine Confessions of a Sneakerhead, where we showed all of our you know great sneakers. I still to this day collect sneakers. I think I have, I don't know, I have a bunch. I have a lot. Quite One a day. Few. One day we'll show you. But I do want to shout out my man, West and the team at Supreme, who just sent me some crazy joints, as you can see right behind me, right there. I'm going to show y'all these. Can we have a show and tell? Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. So I'm going to have to take down my headphones real quick. I won't talk while you're away. You're allowed to talk (laughs) as much as you want. So anyway. I got these two pairs. You got to love show and tell with search. Bring them out. Bring them out. It's hard to yell when the sneakers are coming out. Anyway. um, Bring them out. Bring them out. It's hard to talk when the sneakers are coming out. So anyway, this is the sneakerhead section. And then we're going to end the show with, I'm going to talk about my favorite show of the moment. But um, so this is the sneakerhead section. If you want to play some beats underneath, this is fine. Um, so I want to shout out, like I said, I want to shout out Supreme because they sent me these and these, I know like, so what I like personally, and again, this is just my personal thing is I like when they send me sneakers, not just before they come out, but when they're really super hard to come out. And these are the 95 Luxes. I'll bring them to this. I don't need the mic. So these are the 95 Luxes. They're very well appointed. These are made in Italy. Like a luxury car. These are Italian sewed. Right. So I want to thank the guys. And then underneath here. 
<laughs> Do you ever think about how un- unnecessary something like that is? I mean, totally unnecessary, but this is because you never wear these. Right. Those are so showpieces. So, so what we used to say around the way is you'd rock them twice and put them on ice. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to rock them twice, find a good time to, to rock them twice and put them on ice. So, yes, that is correct. You can't copy these anymore. The second one I want to show y'all again. Thank you. Shout out to my boys. These, to me, as simple as they are, they're crazy. These are the Air Force One Supreme Supreme Air Force Ones. I don't think I'm ever going to put these out. I'm never going to wear these ever. Ever. Crazy. And then you have the Air Force One with the Supreme. These have never touched the uh, surface. No, look. Ugh. Clean, crisp and clean, no caffeine. don't know if I needed to see that today. Sorry, man. I just needed to let you know. <laughs> These are COVID-free. We obviously um, share a special bond. <laughs> they're very close. But the ones that I really wanted, and, and the reason I showed you the Air Force Ones is when I was in Detroit and the 30th anniversary came up, Nike sent me a special gift that these are one of one. Hold on. Oh, this is crazy. And I I was almost going to... I can't hear a word you're saying, my friend. I was almost going to give these away, and then I decided not to. So these are one of one. These are the MC Search Air Force Ones. Yeah, you didn't write that on there yourself. No, those are stitched on. I know, I'm kidding. And then on the inside, so you can see that the inside, it says it's a sample. Right. And then on the other side, it says it's not a game on the inside. Right. So shout out to my people who uh, were definitely doing their thing. I would love for you guys to send me photos on my MC Search fan page of your favorite sneakers. I don't even care if they're like beat down. I just want to see them. Um, and there's so many great releases that are coming out now. Um, like, so anyone who wants to share your sneakers, I would love to do some sneaker talk with y'all even before or after the show. Um, oh, Ryan, you have it going on too in the back. Oh, can you hear? You can't hear it, can you? Search. I can hear every. I can hear the beat loud and clear. All right, all right. Back to the grill again. The grill again. Back to the grill again. The grill again. Yeah, I can hear it. I don't even know where I'm coming up right now. So from the pros to the pros, call me a motherfucker and I'll say, yeah, I fucked your moms. Piece of chub rock and see Nas. See him in the grill. Anyway, um, so let's uh, die down to music because I do want to talk about this before we uh, sign off. Um, my favorite show of the moment right now and I and I'm and I'm I have no shame in telling y'all this. None. So I'm gonna lose about 95% of you dudes who claim like whatever you want to claim. <laughs> right now, the show that I'm watching heavy, that is the the best show on TV, bar none, is a show called RuPaul's Drag Race. Yo, that shit is crazy. And let me explain why it's crazy. All right. When I was growing up in New York, seeing RuPaul, seeing what was going on in the streets, 
uh, of New York, besides hip hop, besides the culture, b-boying, MCing, DJing, we have clubs like Funhouse. We had clubs like the Palladium. We had clubs like the Saint. We had clubs like the World, where the culture of drag and hip hop all went like this. It didn't matter. And the drag queens would do their posing. And this is way before like Madonna and Vogue. Yo, and I give a lot of love to Madonna because she made that shit global. But the, but the dudes in New York, the gay community, the, the trans community, the drag community, they were voguing way before that. In fact, when I was in high school, high school music and art, shout out to alumni MA all day. Um, they were doing red light, green light, one, two, three. And when the guy was doing red light, green light, when he turned around after one, two, three, the dudes had a pose, right? And whatever the pose was, that's where you had to stop. It was red light, green light. So to see Drag Race and now to see RuPaul and to see the culture the way it is, I have a, me personally, I have a personal affection for it. And all of their slang has now become a part of my vernacular. Like I am definitely about no tea, no shade all day. I have no problem with it. I love the show. So if you are not a fan of the show, I strongly suggest that you become a fan. Now, with that being said, last night, season 12, they had the show last night. There's a very, very interesting storyline going on with one of the drag queens who is doing extremely well in the competition, but was out there. I don't really want to, you know, I can't get into too much detail, but this um, drag queen was like, like trolling people on in, online and like she got eliminated, right? Got disqualified, but the season's been so good that they don't want to end the season. Yo, I'm telling y'all right now, this season is crazy. There's some amazing drag queens on this season, but one of my personal favorites is Jan from New York and Gigi Good. Last night, they had an episode. I don't want to spoil it, but Jan should have won. Like, Jan should have won. That chick killed it. That bitch killed it. But they gave it to Gigi. And again, no, I'm sorry if that's a spoiler. That's mine. You know what? Put a, put a big thing on the bottom. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> put spoiler alert on the bottom. Because in Untucked, they went into it, right? Which is the after show of, of, of RuPaul's Drag Race. I think this was one of the few times that I've actually seen RuPaul and the producers set up a win to strictly set up drama between two contestants. Hmm. That's just that's just my personal opinion. My personal opinion is one of these chicks, Jan, she won that shit hands down. One of one of the best parts of the show, one of the consistent show parts is Snatch Game, where it's match game, but it's you know with drag queens, so they call it Snatch Game. And the other part is every year they do a Rusical, which is a RuPaul musical. And this RuPaul musical was based on the legendary Madonna. Shit was incredible. And Jan killed that shit. And Gigi was dope, but she didn't kill that shit the way Jan did. Jan killed that shit. I'm telling you right now, this is one of the few times where I've seen the show 
where I believe the show set up a win solely, solely so that they could stir up some shit between two contestants. Now, whether that's fair or not, I don't know. I really don't. Because the, the two, the, I have very limited experience in hosting a reality show. I did Ego Trips, The White Rapper Show, and I did Ego Trips, Miss Rap Supreme. Unless I know, unless there's something I don't know that happened behind the scenes with Ego Trip, who are the executive producers, we did not produce or executive produce that show with the intention of eliminating someone based on creating extra drama in the house. Right, it was natural. It was 100% natural. There was nothing unnatural about it. And I'm not saying, please, I'm not saying that that is fact. Because what happened last night could have solely been a judge's decision. I don't know. However, I can only speak from what I saw as a fan that something was wrong in that tea. And that shit was fucking not right. Now, I don't know if any of you are still watching agree, disagree. I, you might not even be fans of the show. I think <laughs> I can only speak for myself, but I really, I'm shocked, first of all, that this is something you so passionately watch. You know, like I've never would have expected that, but uh, it's, but, it's but, interesting. But in all fairness, Pumice, you didn't grow up in New York the way I did. Like, right, no, no, I get it. This is the huge part. Like, you would be listening, like, Try to imagine this for one second. I'm in the world. It's 1987. I'm in the world disco. There's 2,000 people, 3,000 people in this club. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Ice tea 6 in the morning comes on. And there's dudes like rubbing up against chicks. They're bumping and grinding. And in a corner is a bunch of drag queens voguing, posing to 6 in the morning. That's something I would never imagine. That's right, because it's never talked about. Hmm. Like, we never, this culture never talks about that part of the culture, right? Because it was always very taboo. You know, it was always, you know, this very masculine position. Yeah, I was, was going to say, hip hop and rap have a lot of uh, anti homosexual sentiments. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. And, and, and drag, understand, and you know this, drag has nothing to do with sexuality, right? It's, it's neither. No, it's about it's about performance. Right, it's a thing. And it's, yeah, and it's about and again, I'm not trying to cast any dispersions on on what New York hid or what New York experienced. That that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I personally enjoyed and loved that part of it. Now, was I homophobic? Absolutely. I won't even I won't even front or fake jacks. Right. But I was not a outwardly homophobic human being. I have created a tolerance, but I was not one of these people that was anti whatever. Live and let live. Like I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Right. But within the culture, it's really hard to to not yeah. put on and, that front. And you know, and you know, it's funny. I remember there were times where I would hear about gay rappers. Right? Mm -hmm. There were male rappers, female gay rappers. They were putting out records, and the automatic attitude of everybody was like, ain't nobody checking for that gay shit, right? Now, that is totally inappropriate, totally wrong, because now we move forward. You got rappers like Young M.A. Yo, that bitch kills shit. She is dope as fuck. She's rhyming her truth. And her truth is, 
she's trying to get chicks like any other single dude would try to get chicks. I love Young M.A. And there are plenty of other MCs that are not coming to mind right now that are gay and they do their thing, right? And we have expounded because of the internet to have that ability. So when I see an MC on, on Drag Race spit, I'm like, oh yeah, nah. They, they've been in the culture forever. But again, that's neither here nor there. This show, Drag Race, what makes Drag Race so cool is that you are able to share these men and their life experience through the storyline of the show. And you can also share what RuPaul has gone through to, be, to really create this empire for drag in the U.S. There are live shows. There are, you know, there are residencies in L.A. There are residencies in Vegas. There are world tours for the people, the contestants that were on the show. There were huge theater programs for the winners of the show. She has done an amazing job of speaking her truth of being able to create this amazing show for all of us to enjoy. And I don't really care what your problem is. I don't really care. It is entertaining. It is entertaining. And, yo, and I, and, and again, I'm just going to just say my truth, my own personal truth. I think there's certain men who are legitimately afraid of watching certain men, not, not, not all men. You can put not all men, just certain men <laughs> on the bottom if you want to. Search is saying certain men, not all men. There are specific men who don't want to watch this show because they are afraid of getting turned on by a drag queen. I believe that. I believe that there are certain men who are deathly afraid of watching the show and admitting to themselves, wow, if I saw homegirl on the fo- on 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 the street, I would kick it to her. <laughs> they, and they're yo, they're, and that scares them. Yeah, it scares the shit out of them. There was a, a contestant named Valentina. Yo, I'm sorry, yo B. Straight up and down, Valentina is the baddest looking female you've ever seen. Period. Man, woman, amazing drag queen, beautiful woman, but she's a dude. Right. I'm. I'm just saying this, if you can't accept beauty for what it is, then you have to look deep into yourself and ask yourself, what's your problem? What is your issue? What is your hang up with yourself at the end of the day? Because if you cannot accept other people at this point in, in, in our lifetime expressing their truth, you got a major problem. I want to end the show with this before we shut shut it down. And, and thank you. Thank you to everybody who listened. Thank you to Tom Green. That was so... Pumice, how much fun was that? That was awesome. He uh, he told me, and I'll, I'll share it with, with everybody, uh, he's going to record that song and he's going to send it to us. Oh, that's his dope. His quarantine song. He's going to set that up and we can have it. And, or Great. And it. thank you to the, the four-time... And he might even be more. He might be hating on me. But for the four-time world champion... Uh, player and coach Mario Ali. I want to I want to end with this. Um, shout out to my homegirl Jill Strada, um, who's the program director at WEDR in uh, Miami. She posted this uh, the other day, and I think it's uh, a beautiful poem. The author is unknown, but I want to share this with you before we get off the air, and, and it goes directly to what is going on. And if you'd like a copy of it, please just text 
or hit me on my fan page after or go to uh, Twitter or Instagram. If you don't know my my Twitter and Instagram, uh, IG is E-M-C-E-E-S-E-R-C-H at Instagram. And uh, and it's uh, MC Search at Twitter and MC Search uh, Facebook. So um, these are my closing thoughts. And, and we're going to we started with Corona. We're going to end with Corona because that's what's bringing us all together is Corona. Right. Um, so this is this is the poem. We fell asleep in one world and woke up in another. Suddenly, Disney is out of magic. Paris is no longer romantic. New York doesn't stand up anymore. The Chinese wall is no longer a fortress. And Mecca is empty. Hugs and kisses suddenly become weapons. And not visiting parents and friends becomes an act of love. Suddenly you realize that power, beauty, and money are worthless and can't get you the oxygen you're fighting for. The world continues its life, and it's beautiful. It only put humans in cages, if not respected. It only puts humans in cages, if not respected. Think it's sending us a message. You are not necessary. The air, earth, water, and sky without you are fine. When you come back, remember, that you are not my guests. Sorry. When you come back, remember that you are my guests, not my masters. In the words of my wife, Chantel, please remember throughout your day to say what you mean and mean what you say. And if someone turns to you and says, have a good day, please wish them more than you have before and say, no, you have a better one. And if you don't have a plan in this life, someone will give you one and it might not be nice. So always have a plan. Pumice, thank you. Tom Green, thank you. Mario Ellie, thank you. To all the people that watch, thank you. There's nothing but love and compassion in my heart. To any of you that have lost family and friends to this disease, to this pandemic, please add your, their names to my Facebook page. And rest in peace to my aunt who died yesterday from COVID-19. Um, love and light upon all y'all. And my hope is I will see all of y'all next week. Pigs! Music, please! Damn! Never stands.